This is exclusive coverage of CPAC for Central Virginia. Brought to you by the Virginia Institute for Public Policy and our Election Transparency Initiative online at whoscounting.org. It's Joe Thomas in the morning on Seville 1075 and 1260 WCHV. Joe Thomas in the morning on this special Saturday edition of the program, and we are at CPAC 2024 at the Gaylord National Harbor. Uh, it's going on today is the exciting day. Nick Freitas from the Virginia House of Delegates will be speaking, and this President Milai and this President Trump guy. But you know, the Nick Freitas is really the key. That's what my wife and I are here to see, uh, and we may stick around for the presidents. Joining us now from the Free Enterprise Project. He is Scott Shepard, National Center for Public Policy as well. Scott, good to see you again. How are you Good doing? to see you, Joe. Always great to be with you in person. You, know, you, could, you could be in Hollywood with an answer like that. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I try. But you know the old saw about D.C. being L.A. for ugly people. And so, so I got my marching orders. Well, that was never greater on greater display than during the January 6th hearing. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and, and I think even in D.C., Congress... Is uh, is DC for ugly people? So there you go. <laughs> That's right. So uh, let me uh, let me start off with our favorite three initials ESG. Um, I'm listening to these leaders from around the world here. Yeah. You have former British Prime Minister Truss, uh, and then the the ambassadors from El Salvador, the president from El Salvador, Argentina, talking about free market reforms in these countries, and obviously they had to become really bad before they came back to their senses. Can we avoid becoming like them before we pull our plane out of the tailspin? Well, you know, I, I think I think you've nailed it. <clears throat> this is going to be an eternal cycle, in part because it's really easy to like the left's song. Oh, everybody should get the same stuff. What they really mean is we should all live like peons while they live high on the hog, and that's expressly what these ESG World Economic Forum clowns have meant. And so things have to get pretty bad before they get better. If you remember the 70s, how we remember the 70s, oh, yeah. things were horrific at the end of the Carter years before finally we'd vote for Ronald Reagan and, and uh, make it morning in America again. So I, I think things have to get bad, but I think things, if you're not a Washington uh, clown, have gotten pretty bad. Oh, I know. And, and the people who are paying 20 to 40 percent more for their groceries are actually, more importantly, buying 40 percent less groceries because their paychecks haven't gone up. We'll sing you that song pretty quickly. Well, and that is the, 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 the uh, graph I saw this week that we're paying. We real Americans are paying more for our groceries uh, uh, as a percentage. Yeah. yeah. As we have since 1979. And there, right there is the fact. We're right back in Carter's uh, malaise, if you're old enough to remember that phrase. And it's exactly that. It's exactly when middle-class people genuinely and rightly feel threatened at their very existential souls that they fight back. Well, uh, but you, Scott, and, and the guys at the Free Enterprise Project, what you do is you, uh, is you um, go in and you take, you take the hard work of going in and actually getting on these boards so that you're in these board meetings and you're actually hearing these proposals of this woke, anti-capitalistic view of, of how these companies should be run, Scott, uh, give, give up as, as much of a primer for somebody who doesn't follow you as closely as I do uh, as to what goes on in these boards. 
Well, I mean, what, what's been going on in the boards for at least since Zuccotti Park, at least since uh, Occupy Wall Street, is that the, the billionaires who run the boards were afraid that Occupy Wall Street would win and they'd eat the rich, they'd eat their families, and so they made an agreement with the hard left. Listen, we'll push your politics and our corporations and on all Americans. You just let us stay billionaires. And that was the evil deal that was done. And so what we do is uh, we're not on any boards of directors. We're waiting for that to happen. I'm looking forward to that day. But we go in and put in our own shareholder uh, proposals. That's what I meant. I'm yeah. seeing this is, you should see my, my 401k hasn't made it to 201 yet. So that's why I don't know any of this stuff. That, that should, well, I mean, that's right. Now, I know one day they'll all invite me in. But only after the current boards, we've booted them out. Because what they've done is they're pushing decarbonization, higher energy costs, unreliable energy, racism, sexism, and, and orientation discrimination for us, against us, to make our lives worse, while they, straight, fat, old white men, get to keep their stuff, and their kids get to have beautiful jobs and be billionaires while we get, get crushed, and they get to keep their mansions while we live in ever smaller uh, lives. So it's corruption and hypocrisy all the way down. Well, and the hypocrisy, I think, is the rocket fuel for the corruption because the it's easy to be corrupt once you're a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that is step one. So, so are there bastions of places with all of your efforts that companies are starting to realize it? Is it is it X? Is it you know? Are there companies that are are waking from woke? Well, I, I think X is certainly good. I think that. You know, I was just talking with, with a, a fellow from Minnesota, and I think there you've got a, a good balance between Best Buy, which seems to have a clue, and Target, which is one of the worst that there are. You've got, um, you've got, you've got Disney burning itself alive, which, which is proving uh, to, to point out to some other companies, some other CEOs don't want to go down in history as the anti-Jack Welsh, which is what's going to happen to Bob Iger. So we're starting to see a little light of day. See, the, the upside for Disney kids, don't be afraid, that's CGI that they're burning. You know, it's, it's, it's Pixar made what they're burning. Uh, you know, but but these are real people's retirement funds that are going up in smoke, though, uh, and that's the real crime in this. Can somebody, you know, some attorney general somewhere go to the, one of these companies and say, you know, because we know the fiduciary responsibility is to make sure that somebody's retirement fund continues to grow at your best governance, that start charging some of these people with it. Yeah, well, one of the reasons that our group is having so much more success this year and, and getting uh, even BlackRock and State Street to, to pay some attention to us is because uh, the red state attorneys general, the red state treasurers, the red state financial officials have all been telling these companies, listen, we're on to you. You're violating the civil rights laws. You're violating the antitrust laws. You're violating your fiduciary duty. You're violating uh, corporate disclosure laws at the states. We're going to come after you. You can't keep committing conspiracies to deny non-diverse people civil rights and pretend that you're not committing a crime. And turns out that we like to prosecute crimes. So. You'll, you'll love this. So in Virginia, we caught um, uh, some friends of mine at the Government Accountability and Oversight Group caught another bunch of instances where Michael Bloomberg was paying for lawyers to go for free work for attorneys general in blue states to go after people who give money to climate deniers like CFAC, you know, Bonner Cohen and those folks. And I actually had a left-winger say, well, how is what you're describing any different? I said, because it's the actual elected attorneys general that are doing it, not some guy that Michael Bloomberg is paying to go after climate uh, denial 
uh, uh, funders. Well, I mean, look at Mike Bloomberg. He, he wanted to be president. He thinks he's important enough that he should run everything. He, he got through one debate. I think, he's more, I think he thinks he's more important yeah. than president now. Well, I, I think that's right. But he, he, he set himself on fire in one Democrat uh, presidential debate. And so it's now decided, I've got enough money. I'm just going to be the private president. Right? I'm going to pick my, I'm going to hire my own attorneys general. He's a monster. And in doing all of this, I suspect he's broken so damn many laws that, uh, I mean, what is he, 150? It's not like we'd have to jail him for long. That's right. How many meals is he going to eat we after can put him in the well, Yeah, or, no, or put him, put him uh, uh, where. Um, now oh, I'm Jeffrey's Jeff- sweet. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Jeffrey Epstein's right. sweet with and the, with the, with the, with the sure. extra sheets. Well, I'm sure that if we can connect his misdoing to Mrs. Clinton's misdoing. Uh, that'll, yeah, that, that'll, that'll take care of Mikey. Nature, nature will, it, it abhors a vacuum. Scott, so what's coming up? What are you working on on the way at the Free Enterprise Project? Well, we're heading into shareholder season. We're going we're gonna... to... You, you don't hunt them, do you? <laughs> well, metaphorically, we do. I've got, I've got a blowtorch set for, uh, for Tim, Tim Cook at Apple. Uh, we bet we, bet we quiet. That's right. And, uh, Bob Iger, we're going to be speaking at that uh, annual general meeting as well. I think a lot of people are going to have a lot to say about Bob Iger, and we're going to try to make some, ours some of the most direct. Well, thank you so much, Scott. I appreciate it. Uh, so be, be aware, if you see some carcasses on the side of the road, it's shareholder season. Right. Uh, and so I appreciate it. You have good luck. Well, and listen, if they're still fresh, go ahead and get them and skin them and, and have some Iger for dinner. But, you know, Virginia may actually pass that law, so be careful, Scott. Uh, and how can people help you out online? Is it just through nationalcenter.org? Or freeenterpriseproject.org. If you got a, a little scratch lying around in these uh, inflationary days to, to, to uh, send our way, we'd, that'd be great. Well, think about this. Think of it as an investment in maybe having more later on. How about that? We like that theory. And if, you, if I see that slogan on your website, I want to cut. Okay, absolutely. <laughs>